Bosses rebuilding. The renewable energy generator and retailer has reported a strong full year result today. And Mercury CEO is Vince Hawksworth. Hi, Vince. Yeah, good afternoon, Heather. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, tell me why you guys decided to pay a dividend. Well, it reflects the underlying strength of the the business, and of course, at the end of the day, we're there to um, to deliver for our shareholders. Um, we remain. Um, relatively optimistic about our ability to navigate the next few years. So we're paying a dividend and we also signalled um, the dividend we would pay in the next financial year. I see the disruption from COVID actually caused demand for electricity to fall, and while perhaps not surprising in industry. Were you at all surprised that it fell with households? Well, we saw what we've, what we've seen is um, we saw industry fall. We saw Households pick up during the full lockdown. Mm. Then, obviously, um, we 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 recognise that people are going to try and manage their household expenses. Uh, um, yeah, everybody is uh, is is feeling the pinch. I think as they think about their own household budgets. So, in that way, I'm not surprised that people choose to be careful on everything they spend. Yeah, uh, are you still planning for the closure of Ty Point in August next year? I think that's the only sensible assumption we can make at the moment. Um, that's, that appears to be what's happening. You know, there's obviously lots of talk about people having other discussions, but our base case is that that occurs. If it does get delayed, um, and as I say, that is something that is being discussed. If it does get delayed, what are you what are you seeing as a likely delay? Well, my understanding is that the um, TY contract um, ran out till 2030. I, I, I suspect if there is a delay, the delay will be um, one that um, uh, allows the uh, the transmission grid to be upgraded at the bottom of the South Island. So a two to three year type of delay would then make some sense. Um, it all gets pretty technical here about how do you how do you shift power from one part of the country to another. Mm. Um, what do you imagine would be the impact on electricity prices once TY does inevitably close? Well, I think the expectation is that um, South Island wholesale prices will fall because there'll be more supply than demand. Um, but that, that um, impact will be less and less as you move up uh, to the North Island. So I think what we'd see is flattening of prices. But partly, you know, this is a supply and demand thing because what we'll also see is... If we go into an oversupply situation, we'll see some um, thermal generation leave the market. That's coal and gas-fired mm. generation leave the market, which will, will tend to put su- supply and demand back in balance. I want to talk a little bit, Vince, about how COVID has impacted your business more broadly. Um, are, you, are, are you guys preparing yourselves for this drop in household consumption that you've seen to carry on? Well, I think I think um, we're, we're all trying to adapt to a new normal. So if I think about the things that we've seen, we've seen um, a great response from our staff in being able to work from home and deal with customers from, from home. And that's challenging, and that brings um, well-being issues to the fore and looking after people. We're seeing customers under, under stress, um, so, you know, we've been trying to work closely with those customers to uh, ensure that they retain what is a, you know, an essential good in electricity. And we would expect people to be more fo- focused on that consumption. Mm.
but that's not going to we don't we don't think that's going to be a major disruptor but we do see large customers like the smelter and then the steelworks and the refinery we we see them re-looking at their businesses and that that could create a a much bigger shock are you worried about time, that um well i think i'm I'm more worried about it as a New Zealand-wide thing than as a Mercury thing. Mercury's, um, you know, the cards that we have in terms of our uh, assets of um, very efficient um, hydro, North Island-based hydro, geothermal, and and wind assets are all all going to have um, a long life and a successful life in whatever environment. But, um, you know, ultimately it's a New Zealand-wide economic issue. And I think for us, the immediate issue with with COVID is how we, you know, nobody wants this um, in in our environment and through the borders. Um, and at the same time, as a as a small country at the bottom of the world, we do rely on international expertise for some of these high tech things that we're doing with with wind farm and hydros. Are you worried about how we will recover from this economically? I I, I am. I am probably worried about the, um, the how how we manage what is going to be some long term effects um, on people's um, livelihoods, really. Mm. Uh, and and you know I think government's done some good stuff in um, in in terms of wage subsidy, and nobody can deny that. But it's really about how we get fit as a nation for what the new future of work looks like um, because we're going to be having to shift from a a um, country that sort of relied on some of these large and, you know, sort of 20th century industrial environment to a more technical and service-driven environment in a globe, in a globalised world. I quite like the fact that um, New Zealand has uh, got a great fibre rollout um, and I'd like to see us much more connected with with fibre um, going um, around the globe and us using our renewable energy on modern technologies. And then the other area I'd like to see us put much more effort into is um, into the horticultural and agricultural sectors where we do have some unique competitive advantages.